Welcome to the Wedding Sassholes, your no BS wedding business podcast. We're here to real talk you through the common F-ups we see companies making and the practical strategies you can implement today. This month's topic is goal setting. And in this episode, we're talking goal accountability. The only way to guarantee success. We're your hosts. I'm Shannon Tarrant. I'm Vanessa Negron. And welcome to The Shit Show. Episode 12, The Wedding Sassholes. <laughs> every time, <laughs> every time she says sassholes, she gets a little extra sassholy. A little bit, a little bit. Okay, <laughs> my friends, we've been talking all month about setting goals. Yes, we have my favorite topic. It learns all kinds of things, different types of goals, how to set better goals. Mm-hmm. And, this and today week, we're talking about... about accountability oh yeah because without accountability we all suck no i'm just kidding it's really hard to do yeah it is but that's what keeps us on track absolutely you have to do it you have to yeah i think it all really starts from a place of self-awareness you have to know what things you're really good at and the areas that maybe you need to accept that you need the help because it's great to set tons of goals but if you're somebody who in the past has never really made it to the end of the finish line or made the goal, yeah, maybe it's time to take a look at what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You also need to know your why. Why is that a goal? Yes. Why You got to keep that in mind. Why are we doing this? Why yeah. are we doing this, Shannon? I know. And I think, you know, there's a really great TED Talk by Simon Sinek. If you've never seen it, it's about figuring out your why. It's a good one to go to and watch and listen and learn from in general in all areas of life. But I think goals without a why and without the reward at the tail end and, you know, why you're trying to get there, it's easy to walk away from them. Mm-hmm. Right. It's easy to kind of be like, uh, that it didn't have a big like, why you need to achieve that or you want to achieve it. Those are the ones when I look back at the goals that I did not achieve, it's usually because it didn't have a really good why. There's no attachment to it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what is the first thing we want to talk about when it comes to accountability, other than being self-aware? Well, I think being self-aware is part of the only way that I have learned to be successful is by utilizing a calendar and time blocking all the freaking minutes of my life. Mm -hmm. Color coordinating, time blocking. Yes. So different things that you can do outside of just putting on your client appointments is make appointments with yourself for things that you're trying to accomplish. Time block it out, make it an actual appointment because you're not going to cancel an appointment with a client. So if you make an appointment on your calendar with yourself, to work on that task, don't cancel that either. Use yourself as as a client. Does that make sense? I mean, when we yeah, when we talk about the huge goals to that you want to achieve, and then all of the mini micro tasks and micro steps you've got to take to the objectives you've got to achieve to work towards that goal. Sometimes it's really helpful for me to go in and put all of the small tasks on the calendar. And the things that you know, if you have a certain amount of goals, you, you know, sales you want to do for a month, you know, man, but that's a talk personal and I'm all about the biz. So let's say you've got a sales goal you want to hit every month. So 
I'm going to use dumb numbers. You want to sell, um, you need to sign 10 contracts this month. And to sign 10 contracts, you know you need to do, based upon assuming you're tracking this shit, you need to do about 16 appointments. And to do 16 appointments, you really need to get in front of like 30 to 35 leads. I don't know, I'm just making up numbers. You would need to be tracking close ratios and appointment ratios and things like that. So Mm -hmm. now you've got to create a plan to find where am I going to get 35 leads from? And how am I going to track? Where am I working my leads, doing my follow-ups that is going to convert more leads to appointments, right? right? So when you look at your calendar and we're talking about time blocking, there's multiple things that I just talked about towards that goal. One of them is doing your marketing behaviors to generate leads. Another one is following up, having time every day, every day to look at new leads in your inbox hammer out the new leads, and then once or twice a week working on follow-ups of leads that are just hanging out there. Then it's following up with the ones that maybe you've done the meeting, the appointment, sent the proposal to, and then you're trying to convert them. All of those things need to go into the calendar. Well, we can make this list of things that we want to do, but if we don't make time for it, when are we expected to do it? So that's where I talk on the personal level because you're all business. Yeah. (laughs) I time block time on my calendar for the extra educational aspect of business stuff. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm saying that I want to, perfect example, social media. When I started my business, I hated social media. I'm still not a huge fan of it. But I can tell you that I'm darn sure way better at social media now than I was at the beginning of my business because I, I intentionally set aside one hour a day to go onto the interwebs. There are so many resources on there. There are free classes, there are tutorials, there are YouTube videos of, you know, experts. But if you say, I want to increase our followers on social media, this is just a broad example. I want to increase our followers on social media to get more leads. But you're not taking the time to learn about social media Uh and you're not setting that time aside. How do you expect to achieve that goal? So that's where I would time block an hour and put on there social media education and specifically sit down every day at that time and only do that and hammer it out. If you make it a point to set the time aside, you're more likely to achieve your goals. If you just haphazardly say, oh, I want to do better on social media and then just don't have a plan and just every now and then post more, but you're not actually doing the educational part of it. What's the point? Yeah, it's just, it's that self-awareness and having self-accountability because we can talk all day long about, and we'll talk more about accountability partners and things like that. But if you don't have the own your own accountability with yourself to start making small changes in this, um, I actually hired an accountability coach a few years ago because I was struggling so badly with so much shit to do. And the one like full force life change for me out of that, which sounds so dumb. And people are always like, oh yeah, I know, I know I should do that. I'm like, no, it's life changing is I'm a Google girl. I use Gmail and Google Calendar and all of that stuff. And so color coding the calendar, meaning that every Google allows like 10 colors and they're preset and you can't freaking change them. There's red and orange and yellow and magenta and lavender and and salmon pink. It's ugly as shit. But you, what I did was I took a screenshot of all the colors and I sat down and I assigned every single one of those colors to an area of my business or my life. And so... Like Vanessa's saying from education standpoint, education is like the lavender color. If I look at my calendar for the whole month and that lavender color is nowhere to be found, I haven't done anything 
to grow, you know, personal development, professional development, that's kind of everything. I put all education under that. So even if it means I'm trying to block, I really am trying to read a book a month this year. Um, if I'm not looking, if it's never time blocked, the chances of it happening are slim to none. So time blocking is so freaking important. It really is. I, I do the same. So I don't do the Google calendar. I do mine under my CRM system. It lets me choose a color and yep. then choose whatever quote calendar reminder I want it to set as. And I do different colors for my client meetings. I do different colors for my booked events. I do different things for the networking, my workout schedule. It's all different colors, but it's all on my calendar. Mm -hmm. So it, it helps me visually like you said, visually, I can yeah. look at it and say, I don't have enough, you know, time in there for a family because that's black because I black it out on my calendar. Nice. Fun. Um, so if I see that that's not in there for the month, then I know I haven't made time for that. So I yeah. do the same thing. I just do it on a different system. Um, but like you said, the accountability coach, I think it's super important to find an accountability partner. It yes. doesn't have to be a coach, but a coach is a great thing to have if you need that. You can do it with work associates, friends, family, depending on what your goal is for that, that you need the accountability for a mastermind group. Um, there's so many different outlets that you could do. I mean, Shannon is one of my main accountability partners. Yeah, we are for each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but you, so you I, help, need I to... help with the business and she helps with the personal. It, it balances <laughs> really well. It yeah, balances really yeah. well. But sometimes I think people especially when you're in the wedding and event industry, they also just look for people within their own industry. But sometimes it's better to have someone with a similar goal. So a million years ago, when I started my career in catering, I went to Sandler Sales. And it was every single week, I went for sales training. The irony was it was like me as this little young 20 something caterer, and a company had sent about 10 of their employees to we were all in training at the same time and they all sold construction equipment like bulldozers and shit like that. So it was so ironic because I'm like wedding food and they're trying to sell bulldozers. But me and one of the guys in the class, Joe, we were like smart ass and popping off at each other all the time, whatever. And we were both pretty competitive. So I was like, I bet I can make more sales calls than you this week. He's like, there's no freaking way. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's see. I was like, how about you be my accountability partner? And every day at the end of the day, we're going to text each other. How many calls did you do today? And it was, it became such a fun competition. And it was just, you know, he sold construction. It had nothing to do with what I'm doing, but it's somebody trying to achieve a similar goal. And by, on the days that I got busy or something came up or I had four tastings, I'd get that text at like 3.30 that's like, made my 15 calls today, I'm out. And I was like, damn it, I haven't made any. And I'd grab that phone and start making calls. So I do think accountability partners can come in lots of you can have different partners for different things you know people for personal versus whatever you can hire a coach like that's why a lot of people pay for like a fitness trainer because they want to have someone that they are paying and have to hold accountable um because yep. they need to be there and they know they're gonna rather than them just putzing around the gym so I do think accountability partners are so huge um but outside of that, not everybody, maybe if you're a little bit more of an introvert, you're not ready to open the door for that conversation. Mm -hmm. I know some people who are 
a little bit more like, oh, I don't really know where I would go find that person or where to start. And just the most basic way to start even holding yourself accountable is to start telling everyone what you're working towards. So when you start, right, like when you start saying, I'm on, I'm trying to, you know, lose weight or make better, better choices or not drink alcohol at networking events. This is a big one for me. Or you're doing 75 hard and everyone asks you when you're done. Right. Yeah. But you know what, when, when you share the goal you're working towards or what you're trying to achieve, I think the people around you, be it friends, be it professional relationships, whatever, will check in with you about it. And they'll say, yeah. Like, like perfect example of the drinking at networking events. If you're, if you're with people that know that you're not doing that, they almost feel like they want to be your support system. So they make sure they will actually be your advocate. And at the networking event, if someone offers you a cocktail, they'll, they'll actually turn it down for you. They they will, oh, she'll take a Sprite. She'll take a water. Like, yep. They don't have to explain it, but they're still holding you accountable. So that's always nice to have those people in the back of your mind to keep you a keep you on track when you your weak points. Yeah, but I, I think just sharing with people the goals you want to achieve is also a really casual way of being able to push, you know, accidental we, accountability. We did that with the podcast. We told people we were starting a podcast and every time we had a networking event, they would say, when is it coming out? When is it coming yep. out? When's the first episode? When's it coming yeah, out? Yeah, we were laughing because we were like, I don't know. Like, we didn't more, know. But... More people know about this damn thing than anything. And we had like, our trailer's not even out. I know, but we were like, oh God, like it became accountable. Like we got to get that shit done. Like we yeah, got to do it. It's because recorded, we've been talking but we haven't released it. it. Shit. Yeah. yeah. One of the other things I do as a business owner that I would call self-accountability is I heard it on a podcast. I wish I could remember which one it was. I don't remember. So sorry for stealing it from whoever it is, but they talked about having a monthly CEO date with themselves. And they will go in at usually towards the end of the month, like right near the end of the month, and then right at the start of the month to block these times. You know, as if you're a CEO of a huge company, you're doing board meetings and things like that, where you're reviewing P&L, profit and loss statements and sales goals and things like that. But when you're a small business and maybe you're an army of one or just an army of a few, I don't, you don't really have anybody to meet with. Like you don't. And so then therefore you don't look at your things. Mm-hmm. You just don't look at it. You don't investigate it and pay attention and look for the trends of things because you're just busy doing. So I do think another accountability is to put on your calendar. I put CEO dates on my calendar for really specific things, but I also put now my world's different than most of you wedding pros because Fridays, I don't work all weekend. So usually on Fridays from 3.30 to 5, I block the calendar and do like a weekly wrap up where I kind of just, I have a list of 10 things. I open up and look at what's popping in on our Instagram. What were our email open rates this week? What did our web traffic look like? It's, you know, it takes me less than an hour, but having that CEO date has been huge for me. I don't have that. Oh, you should add that. I should put that on my account. I mean, I'd look at these things, but I don't have like an actual date myself like that where it I is. And I mean, it's fully look. It started casual. Now I have like a dashboard where I go in and like we'll be like we're up, we're down, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I find that when I go back and I legitimately need the data, like I actually hire a coach, they start asking me questions and I can't answer them because I wasn't tracking the things. And so mm-hmm. 
I think now I've learned to ask the people around me, that network of accountability and say, hey, what information would you want to know? If you were going to come in and buy my business, this is like my favorite thing to figure out what to track. If you were going to put your business up for sale, what would the person going to buy it say, I want to know and go through the list. And what are those things that they track? And are you tracking them in the right ways? But it's all a matter of accountability. I can put it on my calendar all day, but I got to hold myself to it. The golden nugget. You guys better write that down. Oh, it's a good one. CEO dates. Oh. I didn't come up with it. I stole it. I stole it from a podcast. Well, the CEO works. dates, but also the think of it as what should I be tracking if someone was coming in to buy the business? What, oh, what yeah. things would they want to have tracked? That's what I meant as the golden nugget. But yeah. yeah, CEO dates also. I mean, I'm not going to sell my business anytime soon, but it was fascinating when I started asking bigger people from larger businesses who have bought businesses in the past, what kind of information and data would they want? And it was not what I would have thought they would have wanted. And it was like some complicated shit I had to start tracking in different ways. So I think that's great. It helps you think outside the box. That's the whole point of having like the outside perspectives is it you're not so um, walking with the blinders on like you Mm -hmm. get to get that outside perspective, which is part of the accountability. It's great. Okay, so pass an accountability partner. We found partners, whether it's you're your own partner, you're just shoving it out there in the world. What's next? We need to prepare in advance so we don't have any excuses. (laughs) So on the personal side. (laughs) I'm really good at excuses, guys. I'm really good at the excuses. I am an OBS, no excuse kind of person. So I am a planner. Oh my goodness. I have lists upon lists upon. I got made fun of the other day because I was in a group of ladies. We were talking about something and I said, oh, I'm going to add that to my, I forget what list it was, but oh, my summer list. So over summer, I take a couple of days to go away and do hammer out things that I want to do, but I never have the time to like sit down and do. So I had said something as an idea and I said, I'm going to add that to my summer work list. And they all looked at me like I was nuts. And I said, your summer work list in your iPhone. And I don't know if Android has this. I'm sorry. I only have an iPhone. I have color coordinated checklists of things that are under reminders so that I have no excuse that I forgot to write it down or I forgot to check back with it under the reminders tab. I have separated lists with separated reminders. And it's amazing. I'm really good at personal things. I'm opening up the list on my phone and I did a really good job of making a list of all the Christmas cookies I wanted to bake this year. <laughs> and I checked those off pretty good. Or I will make like a packing list sometimes of things. But yeah, I we use Asana within the business for things, but I'm not good at doing it personally. I've, That's just I, one thing that you can do. You can do yeah. um, your CRM system should have set reminders in oh. there. Mm-hmm. So you can set reminders for follow-ups or client check-ins or, you know, month out from an event check-in, things like that. But if you prepare in advance when it reminds you or you have the auto the auto email set up automatically for set dates, you have no excuse to not be able to do these things. If it comes to personal things, I would say food prep is a big thing for people. Packing your gym bag if that's on your list of things. Following up with friends. I used to have auto reminders. Because I used to be really terrible at this. I'm sorry to any of my past friends. Um, I used to have auto reminders that would remind me to check in on a friend. 
because sometimes life gets busy. Yeah. You know that they have a kid sick in the hospital, but then you kind of forget when work gets busy. So I would actually set reminders that would send me a notification and I would check back in with those people. So I didn't have an excuse for being a terrible friend. Well, and I think that you found some pretty creative workarounds because of some of your struggles with like ADHD and Mm -hmm. things like that, that we could, those of us who don't have ADHD could learn a lot from making sure that because the world we live in is distracting. Forget about the fact that notifications of things, uh, um, setting things up in advance. I always joke and say, oh, past Shani took really good care of future Shani. And sometimes she auto, she auto uh, does the shipping for auto things. Oh my God. She does. Past Shani is so good to future Shani. Like, and it's as basic as I brought home all the stuff from the wedding show. And I don't just put the battery pack we use on the shelf I plug it in and recharge it because do you want to know how many times I've been like oh shit we forgot to charge it last night and the show's Mm -hmm. today and it takes like six freaking hours to charge this block up so I think sometimes when you can think about when you can look at all these goals you've set and see what can you prep for in advance what are the behaviors you can change so a great example is after we finish recording podcast today i have an instagram live well this morning i had a panic and was like oh god what are the questions for the live have i already sent them to her and then i remembered my new rule was as soon as the live gets scheduled i write the list of questions send it to the person i'm interviewing and then put it into the calendar note so mm-hmm. You know, my goal was to be able to make sure I'm doing one to two Instagram lives a month, but I had to system it out to make sure because I wasn't doing that. And then I was panicking 10 minutes out trying to figure out some questions to ask. So I think it is really important when you talk about, you know, the accountability of your goals and how to make sure we're reaching them is making sure you're doing planning and preparation of little things, time saving tips, time saving habits where I joke and say every minute counts because sometimes I do want to just lay around and be lazy, but I had to maximize the minutes in other places. You take a look at your workflow and put a system in place that Mm -hmm. helps you prepare for the future of that event or that task or whatever, but put it as the workflow. So, you know, directly after you get the okay as an interview, you automatically send out the question. So it's not worrying about it later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we started this month talking a lot about tasks and objectives over goals that to achieve goals, you really have to break things down into, you know, the tiny little micro goals and micro steps and the tasks and objectives you have to check it, but you have to build new habits around these things. Mm -hmm. You're not just going to wake up and drink fucking 76 gallons of water no but I think that's also a part of that going back to the self-awareness of knowing what your weaknesses are so like Shannon touched base on I have ADHD probably worse than anybody that I know Shannon's traveled with me she's seen it in person so it it has moments of exceptionality for sure it is oh it's terrible so part of that self-awareness is I know that I have it So I do put workflows in place that try to help with that, but it's part of keeping myself accountable, being self-aware of my weaknesses and making sure that I have a workflow or a system in place to help balance that and to keep everything moving, like a protocol Mm -hmm. almost, like keep it all going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen, you know, you've got timers set all day long for all kinds of things, start work, finish work, you know, of that stuff. 
that you really need to build momentum with the habits of when we talk, you know, if you're one of your goals is to drink more water, you know, the accountability partner is having a friend that knows you're trying to drink more water so they can remind you preparing in advance is every night. I now fill this entire big old cup of water that I keep on my desk. I fill it with ice and cold water and my straw and I clean it all out and then I fill it back up and I put it in the fridge so that every morning I just have to grab the cup. I don't have to fill the cup. It's already ready to go. So I'm Mm -hmm. already starting the day with the water, but it's little micro steps building momentum one thing at a time is the only way these goals and these plans you have, you're going to start finding that you're achieving them and you're, you're getting there. You're getting stuff done. That moves us into like building habits. So preparing yourself will move you into building a regular habit. If you've already Mm -hmm. put that system in place and it becomes habit, you don't have to have it written down every day. It just becomes part of your daily routine, your daily tasks. So yes, I do have alarms and timers Mm -hmm. I have because I know myself I have obviously like the normal wake up times I have times timers set for it's not really a timer it's an alarm it's in in your phones you can set them for certain days and times so that you don't have to go in there and set it every day so my Tuesday through Sunday every every day at 8 50 it says start work because I start work at nine o'clock and it at the end of every day, it says to end work. So at 4.50, it tells me to end work so I can start cleaning up and end my day. Mm-hmm. But in between all of that, it does have set reminders for either supplements or, hey, don't forget to eat lunch because I have time blindness, Yep, which is another reason why I set alarms because the whole day can go by and I haven't eaten a darn thing, which is terrible. I don't realize how much time has passed. I know yep. that sounds crazy, but it's a real thing. Um. So I do have little things, but that's how I cope with that. You could have like the calendar, the time blocking. If you're really great at checking your calendar, you can have that done, setting your micro goals. I mean, there's all kinds of different ways, but that's my personal way of handling it. I do have the alarm set every day. They are on my personal and my work phone because they're two different goals. I do have two different phones for work and for personal. And on each of them, they have timers set for every day that coordinate with whatever that lifestyle is according to that phone. I like it. I mean, I think all of the the ultimately the goal is to find ways to make the little steps to achieve them. And next week we will be speaking with Talia and yeah. she's going to we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, how to create space and the time and energy um to achieve the goals. Just a little bit further diving into this a little bit deeper with and she's going to share some of her favorite time management tips and you know, how to make break the goals down into tiny little steps. She's going to make it easy for us. We like to each each episode giving you some swag shit that we all get. Yep, three action items to add onto your to-do list. Number one, schedule it out on your calendar. And please be sure to give yourself a grace period. Don't say, I'm going to accomplish this within a month if you know it may take you a little bit more time. Give yourself a little bit of grace. So give yourself a little bit of extra time just in case something comes up, pops up. If you accomplish it before that time, perfect. Move on to your next task. I like it. Find someone to hold you accountable for at least one of your goals this year. Just pick one. If you've never worked with someone when it comes to accountability, choose one goal and find one person that you think either does that really well or is trying to achieve the same thing and you can motivate each other. Number three is going to be prepare 
prepare, prepare. <laughs> Build your habits, make your protocols, set your workflows in place so that there are no excuses to not achieve your goals. I love excuses. I am here to make sure you don't have any. I know, I know. If you feel like this podcast helped your business, got you thinking, or if it made you laugh, follow, subscribe, and hit share and text it to a friend. Oh, yeah. Share it. Share the shit out of it. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes where we are wrapping up our month topic of goal setting. Next week, we're talking about how to create space, time, and energy to achieve those goals. We are interviewing Miss Talia Kostrin. I'm so sorry, Talia. I just said your time. It's still in the morning. She is the, uh, she's an integrative nutrition health coach and owner of Progressive Transformation. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what she's got to teach us. I'm excited. All right, now go make some epic shit happen this week. What's it going on?